0: Welcome to the Teacher Reacher Podcast, a show made by language teachers for language teachers and the people who love them, of course. If you've ever wondered what it's like to get started in the world of online teaching, tonight's guest, Bethany Swafford, reveals some details about what steered her in the direction of webcam based education. Also, Bethany talks about TPR. What is it, and why can it be so challenging? In this episode, we'll get right into the nitty-gritty and, of course, challenge Bethany, who is also an author, by the way, with a word association game, and she'll be given a humorous task. Also, remember to join in on the conversation on Twitter. The link will be in the description below. So, enough said. Let's get started and meet tonight's guest. Now, today, we're joined by Bethany Swafford. How are you today, Bethany?
1: I'm good. Thank you for having me. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm excellent. And as I um, uh, have to mention, this is a re-recording of (laughs) a podcast that we had done. um, We did it yesterday or two days ago, but... Two days ago, uh, yeah. You know, I I didn't tell you the real reason why we're recording this again. Oh,
1: the real reason? I didn't tell you the real reason? reason.
0: Yeah, and I'm no. surprised. I'm shocked that you that you didn't figure it out. It was, uh, I, as I was listening to it again, way too many F-bombs coming from you, Bethany. That's like,
1: oh, you know. Oh, I've got to watch my language.
0: So if you could just, you know, <laughs> tone it down a bit for tonight. Uh, just remember there All might right. be some kids listen okay
1: <laughs> all right i will do my best <laughs> all
0: right now uh if we can begin with uh talking about something a, a little bit about your background and uh mm-hmm. and how you got into esl and specifically into online teaching uh, and then basically we'll, we'll get into what has been one of your most memorable moments and some of the challenges. But let's start with, yeah, a little bit about you.
1: All right, about me. The question that always makes people freeze up. Well, I can tell you that I was born and raised in the Midwest of the United States. I moved around a lot as a kid, I was homeschooled. And so I like to tell people that I'm a farm girl. I grew up around farms and animals. And now I tell people that I'm a writer, but writing does not pay the bills. Um, I didn't go to college because I didn't want to go into debt for something that I wouldn't be sure if any kind of degree would be useful. So why go into debt for something you might not use? So to pay the bills, I've been a substitute teacher. I've been a janitor. I've worked in a library as a library clerk, which was a lot of fun. And it taught me a lot about people skills dealing with people one-on-one and then I now have some health concerns that make you know normal jobs difficult like the nine to five just I do not have the energy for it and so since I've enjoyed working with kids one of those weird people that loves kids (laughs) a friend told me about teaching English online that they had friends that did it and they were able to travel and they really enjoyed it so it sounded like the kind of job that maybe would work for me staying at home. So I looked up online, I found an affordable TEFL, teaching English as a foreign language certification that I took and it had a specialization for how to teach kids. So then I finished that and then set off to find a company that would be willing to hire me.
0: And the rest is history. And, and now you uh, and I are both working for the same organization. And uh, like I yep. mentioned before, we, we're, we're actually colleagues and in, 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 just the, the office is just really huge. The staff office is just really big.
1: Yep, and yep. different time zones. So we're always yep. working. <laughs>
0: like you just finished some classes. I just finished some classes, but for me it's mm-hmm. night and for you it's uh, morning time and we're on a break. Yeah? Yep, yep, break time. <laughs> What would you say is uh, after, uh, is eight months, right? Or seven going Mm -hmm. on eight months? Seven months, almost eight. Yep. Cool. What would you say uh, in that time now has been uh, a most memorable moment with uh, your students?
1: Well, I had a funny moment with a younger student from China. He was five years old. And when I first met him, he'd already been learning English for a long time. So he was very, very precise, very very serious about it and talking to him
0: almost like like a little dictator perhaps
1: (laughs) yeah i that would be a very good word for him (laughs) and so we were doing this lesson about food and part of the lesson we were doing this very silly like random things the picture had like random things on the shelf and we were just you know doing things to make like silly foods and he was having a little bit of a trouble with that just being silly because i'd be like oh let's put like eggs and bread. It's egg bread. And he'd just look at me like, we're doing what? (laughs) I guess uh, that doesn't make sense. And so I'm not I don't remember why it was, but I mentioned that I've never had octopus. I'm not much of a seafood person. And he's like, why haven't you had octopus? I was like, well, where I live, I mean, octopus is not common. He's like, well, why can't you just go to the beach and catch one i was like well let me get in my map and i get my map of the united states i show him midwest no ocean oceans thousand miles away i can't walk to the beach to catch an octopus and he's like you can't and just he was just so disappointed that i couldn't do that and he just didn't understand it's like well why can't you it's like because i buddy, I just can't.
0: This thing that he loved so much, um, yes. he, he just couldn't understand why his teacher couldn't enjoy it as well. And it was like he was being slapped yes. by um, eight invisible tentacles of disbelief, right?
1: Yes, he, he just could not believe that. I should have asked him, how does one catch an octopus at the beach? That would be should have asked him that the next time i see him i might have to ask him how do you catch an octopus
0: there's yeah. a midwest american <laughs> octopus hunt yeah
1: <laughs> They're dangerous creatures.
0: Next week on ESPN.
1: (laughs) (laughs) English teacher takes on octopus.
0: Yeah. So how about challenges now? If we move on to the part that some things that you're finding uh, you'd like to still work on or things that uh, Mm -hmm. you're you're, you're getting the hang of, but you think, I think I could still, you know, I can still improve in these areas. Uh, What about it? This might help some of our other um, Mm -hmm. colleagues listening in who might be going through the same things.
1: Well, I would definitely say that what I need to work on more is something I struggled when I was taking my course, was TPR, total physical response. Um, even though in normal talk, I move my hands when I get excited about telling a story. In TPR, you're supposed to make your gestures mean something. You're supposed to get a response, like putting your hand up to your ear, like to tell your students, listen, or make a gesture in front of your mouth, like, okay, repeat and to do that it doesn't feel natural even now after so many months i have to always be thinking about okay i need to not just have my arms going all over the place i have to everything i do has to help the student or let the student know i i'm asking for something from them and that's really hard to do i've had to watch so many videos on how to do it and it's still it's still difficult
0: practice it's coming though i guess it's it's one of those things it's it's uh teaching isn't a natural skill so these things like uh, tpr are going to become more natural you'll throw them in your rolodex of of uh you know artillery Mm -hmm. and then eventually It'll be second nature. And you might end up finding yourself doing it on the street, asking for the bus. Excuse me, when is the bus? And you're doing all these gestures and they think you're you're getting back to the loony bin or something. So... TPR then, so you'll say that's uh, mm-hmm. something you're, you're trying to work on. You know, where do you find these yep. videos for people who might be also uh, interested in improving their TPR game?
1: Ah, YouTube Just put in TPR examples and there's a whole lot of different ESL teachers from around the world that will explain how they do it, the, the gestures and what works for them. And they'll tell you, you just have to find what works for you.
0: So, we're going to move now to the next part, which is the humorous task. Uh, and I, I, I might have to put humorous in, in quotation marks. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping it's humorous. Um, uh, uh, let's see I, I hope happens. so. My
1: writer, my writer brain might take over and be like, oh, we have to make sense now. Huh? And my teacher side will be going, no, silliness.
0: But so far, thank you, Bethany. Not one F bomb yet, but I know the show isn't over. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so let's just see. Well, okay. Are you ready for your uh, humorous test? I'm ready. All right. Uh, people will know I'm, or you're, people will know I'm uh, angry when what? People will know I'm
1: angry when I give them the look of death.
0: Ah, okay. And and people, <laughs> people can't see. Like, we're on Google Hangouts right now, and, I, I, and yeah, maybe... Yeah only i could see could you throw me a look of death just just for for fun's sake
1: right a channel my when i worked as a substitute teacher
0: okay pretend i'm just flipping you the bird yeah oh wow yeah that that is pretty (laughs) that's intimidating
1: (laughs) oh i had to do it so many times as a substitute teacher just when the class just didn't want to listen i just had to stand there and just sometimes being quiet and just a look and they know could I use that as
0: like the as the thumbnail for the for the podcast episode? <laughs> just people are gonna think, "What the hell, guest is this?" Are you ready for word association? This is where All I right. throw some uh, words at you, and uh, and randomly you come up with just what whatever's off uh, the top of your head. All right. Okay. So the first one, vitamin C, oranges. Nice. Uh, number two, batteries,
1: electricity. Okay,
0: good. Number three, <laughs> toenails.
1: Disgusting.
0: Okay. Um, four. Um, uh, Porsche.
1: Fast car.
0: Okay. And number five, Canada. Ice. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: that's better. I'm, I'm glad. Well, oh, maybe I should have
1: gone with maple syrup.
0: Well, that was that okay. As long as you didn't say bastards, that's uh, wow. you know, I won't, uh, I, I won't feel bad asking you to come back on the on the okay. show again in the future. Yeah.
1: Oh. All right, maybe i should go oh canada nicest people in the world right
0: there you go you're gonna be a month isn't be that the stereotype <laughs> yeah but now you know it's so much so, so how wrong that really is right
1: <laughs> now the truth comes
0: out on the teachers group someone was telling me um that uh, before we, i interviewed you that you had escaped from a panamanian prison is this true
1: uh, no it's not true and i don't know why that story keeps going around Am I really that boring? They're making stuff up about me.
0: <laughs> or either. Although it would or, be a good story. Yeah, like I was just wondering, like, wh- why were you in Panama? Second, how did you get in prison? And then you were, you, it was like with a, an umbrella and what was it like a a, a Phillips screwdriver <sighs> or something was the way you escaped. I,
1: yeah, one story had Phillips screwdriver and one pr- one story had toothpicks and you know both ones I'm just like, how did I do it?
0: I've been looking online for the Interpol report. I haven't found it yet. Um, Shh! Don't get me <laughs>
1: arrested.
0: Yeah. Hey, um, you mentioned at the beginning of the interview, Bethany, that you are actually you're an author. Is right? Is that right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So yes, I am. Uh, before we sign off, I, I'd like to give you a chance to plug your uh, your website. If you could share the name of it and and where people could find these books, and and are they for sale or how do you uh, how do you go about this?
1: Yes, they are all for sale on Amazon, the mighty Amazon platform. Uh So I have um, four books now, Mm -hmm. and they are available on Kindle for the, you know, the different Kindle tablets and um, paperbacks. They're all available to buy.
0: So uh, people just would type in your name uh, as the author, or okay, so Bethany. Yep. Good. I I hope that uh, this gets you some. Some clicks. I hope this gets you some, <laughs> some sales uh, for for the uh, for any ages. What what's the age of the well, the intended audience of your books?
1: Um, the intended audience for my book is like young adult, new adult, just anywhere from teenagers up. So I would love to be a children's author, but I haven't got there yet.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm looking here on Amazon. I like this, I like mm-hmm. the third one. What is it? Uh, Dropping f bombs like a sailor by Bethany Swafford. <laughs> that looks like i'm gonna buy this one this (laughs) afternoon
1: (laughs) ah yes
0: i hope i hope you had fun and i hope we can get you back on again and uh continued success uh with your online teaching and uh have an awesome day thanks you too peace you've been listening to the teacher reacher podcast the show by language teachers for language teachers and the people who love them Got something to say about your own experience with TPR and the virtual classroom? Be sure to join in on the conversation on Twitter. The link is in the description below. Thanks again to tonight's guest, Bethany Swafford, and also check her out on Amazon. She's an author. And don't forget, buy all of her books. Join us for a new guest every week. Until the next time, I'm Johan. See ya! (laughs)